Hello, and welcome to the Tarot to Go radio podcast. I'm Anastasia Hazler, Executive Director. With me here tonight, Rose Red, hello. Andrew, hi there. And our incredibly wonderful special guest, Joseph Martin. Yay! Yay! Welcome, Joseph. I'm so glad to be here. It's a delight to see you, and it's been far too long since you've been on our podcast. We've missed you. Any excuse to come into San Francisco, I'm happy. <laughs> oh, good. Let's just do this weekly. That's yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> Woohoo! It's a date. Oh, there boy. I have a standing date with Joseph Martin. Woohoo. Hey. <laughs> okay. We all have a standing date with Thank Joseph. You. There we go. Share. <laughs> I have lots of energy, so it's okay. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Man of my dreams. Okay, so uh, anyway, so we have some interesting looking things on the table here tonight. Um, so, Res Red, why don't you start because you have skeletons and, well, it's October. I'm, it is October and that's the reason I brought the skeletons. It's Tarot of the Dead and it's a Llewellyn product. It's in English and Spanish, which I thought was really kind of cool. So you can do, you know, Tarot of the Dead or Tarot de las Muertes and I can't pronounce it so we won't do that. But uh, it comes with... Uh, two spreads, the pyramid spread, of course, and then your general Celtic cross spread. But the really cool thing about the deck is that the different, um, I don't want to put this, the minor arcana are all a little bit different. So, for example, reels is coins, mm -hmm. and then we've got pistols, which is swords, and Modern. coffins, okay. which is cups. <laughs> And pens, which is wands, which I was kind of surprised about. Huh. As in, like, writing pens. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and writing Ooh. pens instead of... And, and they're really nice pens, too, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> with the major arcana, the funny thing is that there's only one living person in the entire deck. Can and you guess which one it might be? It's the death card. Yes. and I, I, I said in on one of Monica's workshops when the, she first brought out the deck. Okay, so so you, you know. I cheat. You cheated. Okay. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is it's not just, she's not just alive, she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is just kind of like, wow, that's, that says something. And there's no words on this particular card. Mm -hmm. It's just the number. So number 13. Mm -hmm. And we all know that's bad. So well, I guess it's implying, <laughs> you know, your, your life ends when you have a child. Which, <laughs> um, okay, that's one interpretation. And, you know, actually, I was talking with a client today, and she was trying to have this conversation while driving 70 miles an hour in her car. Her husband was driving. She was in the car. Okay, thank and you. the kid in the back seat, and the kid's wailing away. And she's like, you know, ever since I've had this kid, she said, I love my kid more than anything, but it is total chaos. Yes. I'm like, and you have 17 and a half more years of it before it goes to college. There so you just go. so you know. Exactly. But again, it's just, it's a fun little deck, and it just fit the season. And I thought, you know, let me bring it in and share. Yeah. So. No, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. And if you're familiar at all with the um, Mexican tradition of Day of the Dead. Mm -hmm. um, that adds another layer to the meanings of the, the little, um, the subtle little touches in the deck, mm -hmm. um, particularly the um, crystal sugar skulls um, that are given out as treats. Right. Um, and if you live in um, an area or a city like San Francisco, New York, it has a um, very large Hispanic population, and you go by the Spanish bakeries at this time of year, you can get crystal skulls in all kinds of colors and interesting cakes that you can only get once a year. And there's this one, and I can't remember the name of it because I can't remember anything anymore. Um, but it is like the best tiny little chocolate cupcake with a cream center thing that it's like, wow, I live for October. <laughs> well, you know what's cool about that deck, too? is, you know, in traditional tar tarot, you have the one skeleton card, the death right, card. the death card. And a lot of people get freaked out when they see that. I mean, a lot of novices mm -hmm. or, or seekers mm -hmm. are a little freaked out. They look at that, that card and they think, <gasps> and here you have all the cards are skeletons, <laughs> exactly. except for one. Mm -hmm. It's just so and cool. It's, just, it's a mm -hmm. lot of fun. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, you just it's a different way of looking at the deck. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I, I liked the coffins. I liked, and I'm, I'm a big Halloween person, so this was kind <laughs> of, it called my name. Mm -hmm. And an but, excellent choice for this time of year. Exactly. So if you had any phobias with, with skeletons, you could use a sex to get over it. There you go. Oh, Immersion therapy. Yeah, exactly. Immersion therapy? Your therapist would approve. <laughs> Indeed. This is not to be construed as professional legal advice. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew, you have not one but two things in front of you. And yes, this week I, I couldn't make up my mind exactly what I wanted to review, and I noticed I had two different Da Vinci flavored tarot decks in my box. And I went, <laughs> is you know, is I that kind of like mind. almond? It could be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I decided, well, why not compare and contrast them, do a little something different here. So for today I have uh, the Da Vinci tarot that is put out by Los Carabello. Yay. And I also have the Da Vinci Enigma Tarot uh, from St. Martin's Press. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to try to refer to them by either the Los Carabello Tarot or the Enigma Tarot. So if I get that mixed up, I apologize. Um, <laughs> but again, both of these are Da Vinci flavored tarots, um, but they, they, they approach it very differently. The uh, Los Carabello Tarot is um, a lot more traditional in its interpretation of the cards, the names of the cards, the icons on the cards. There are a few um, interesting twists. For example, the Fool is actually displayed as Da Vinci's famous bat-winged flying machine flying over the, uh, the countryside. Mm -hmm. So that's, that speaks volumes about what they uh, consider the Fool in that case. Yes, and you are invited to visualize yourself as the person in the picture who was doing the flying. Exactly. I, exactly. I've spent a lot of time with both of these decks, oh, okay. so I'm cheating again here. <laughs> it's okay. But they're two of my favorites, so. Well, and, and, but the important difference between the two decks is in the artwork. The Los Carabeo deck doesn't actually have any Da Vinci artwork. They pulled two artists. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to slaughter these names, but <laughs> Ayasin Gusilev did all the major arcanas, and Atanas, Atanasov did all the minor cards. And then um, the book was written by Mark McElroy mm -hmm. uh, for all the details in it. So this is more of a inspired by Da Vinci art mm -hmm. than actual. But they they've done it so well, you could see how it looks like his artwork. From uh, the, there's a picture I think of um, I can't remember if it's the Empress or it's uh, Justice is a woman holding the sword in her lap and she's holding up a hand mirror and in the hand mirror you can see a reflection of that that iconic look of what Da Vinci looked like mm -hmm. as if he were painting this picture and he caught himself in it. Mm -hmm. um, now, they actually did use some of Da Vinci's artwork they just fleshed it out they took a lot of his unfinished sketches and finished sketching them out. Right. Which I thought was interesting because first time I went through the deck, I went, I recognize that. Or, oh, I haven't seen that. Is that really Da Vinci? And we own a copy of Da Vinci's notebooks, not an actual folio leather copy, but, you know, nice big fat paperback copy. And it's interesting flipping through going, oh, there's that one and there's that one. And, huh, this one isn't anywhere, so they must have just made this one up. Right, right. Um, so, like you said, they, they fleshed out or they inspired by a lot mm -hmm. of his, what was originally his artwork and made something more of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, on the other hand, the Enigma Tarot is entirely, as far as I can tell, all his works being put onto cards, as well as a fairly different theme. For example, while the, the Los Carabeo Tarot is uh, swords, wands, cups, and coins, the Enigma Tarot is elemental. The minor suits mm -hmm. are earth, air, fire, and water. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the major are kind of have different names. For example, the, uh, the second number two major arcana is the Enigma. Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to the High Priestess. Yes, and we should also mention it's the Mona Lisa. And yes. it is the Mona Lisa. For anybody who has not seen this. <laughs> yes. um, and and um, I had a little bit of a chance to talk with um, Kathleen Matthews, who is the creator. Um, she was actually at PantheaCon oh. this past year, oh. um, which was delightful. And um, 
I keep trying to connect with her when we go to the UK because I would love to just sit down and pick her brain for, you know, a few days, weeks, something. Um, but she said she had a really good time working on it, but occasionally it was so hard because there's such a wealth of images. And there's so many places where one image would work in multiple times, and you know, particularly with the Mona Lisa. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, such an uh, iconic image yes. it is. Um, but she finally said that that was the right place for it mm -hmm. because of the enigma structure she's given to the, the deck and the book. Hmm. Uh, one other note about the books that come with the decks. Uh, the Enigma Tarot is a much larger, beefier book, <laughs> but it also comes with some interesting spreads in the back. Uh, very Da Vinci flavored. There is the what's called the Vitruvian Man spread, which is the classic picture of the, the human figure with his arms and legs out inside a square, inside of a circle, and it is a ten-card spread, which I haven't had time to much play with, but <laughs> it's in there. Um, what was the other one? And then also what's called the Divine Proportion Spread, which is a, a famous spiraling in of uh, design which artists and engineers use today to create or, you know, the, it's, a, it's a mathematical progression which is defined as something very beautiful. It's, it's consistently considered a pretty shape. Isn't that also considered part of the golden mean? The golden yes. mean, the golden ratio, yeah. or, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the Divine Proportion. So there's another spread based upon that one as well in here. Uh, one final bit of comment about the uh, Enigma Tarot is that the back of all the cards are a little different because they're designed to interlock and create a big, almost um, fractal pattern if you were to put them all down uh, end to end. So that's different than most other cards. And it's uh, very cool when you do it. Yeah, when you lay it all out, take up a whole table and, and see well, this. I, actually, it's, it's, it's what the living room floor is for because <laughs> you need that much space because the way they fit. So it's like, you know, once again, oh, look, I'm home by myself. Push the couch out of the way and... Um, lay it out, and that was really, it's like, what a neat idea. Mm -hmm. the, the, they, I like both of them. Um, the Loscaro Bayo da Vinci, um, Mark put a lot of thought into the book, and not only does he talk about the art on the card and the history if it's actually a da Vinci, um, and describes the card, but then also gives you questions to think about in relation to the card that aren't necessarily you know, traditional associations with that card. Um, which I think is great. And as an exercise book, it's very, very, I don't want to say useful because that sounds too utilitarian, but it really does get you thinking about, well, so what about that? Um, mm. And then with um, Kashleen's book, um, The Enigma Tarot, um, it's a gigantic workbook. You could spend years with it and um, because she's got this whole construction of how she approaches it and how she thinks about it and how she really pulls together all these disparate ideas of da Vinci's because of course he, the man was just an idea factory. Oh yeah. You know, he had more ideas in five minutes than most people have in a year. Um, so the fact that she was able to wade through all of that material and pull it together and construct it in a way that flows and is internally consistent and is still understandable by someone who is not as brilliant as da Vinci, mm -hmm. which, you know, not everybody is. No. Um, they're, they're both really fabulous. So thank you for bringing those in, Andrew. Oh, certainly. Those thank you great. for helping me with my review. Oh. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's like I said, I've, I've worked with both of them a lot. And I really enjoy them. And um, usually one or the other travels with me when we do events. Sometimes both if I can't decide. <laughs> so. Well, that, that would be my review then, or side-by-side -side comparison, <laughs> I should say. Yeah, so we urge you to go out and get one of each for yourself and do your own comparison. And mm -hmm. then contact us with your comments. Let us know what you think. Oh, they're beautifully done, both decks. And I especially like that Da Vinci is the magician. Yes, yes, he is in, I think, both decks. But for certain in the Enigma Tarot, they use his classic self-portrait for mm -hmm. himself as the magician. Yes, yes. So wonderful. Thank you so much. Sure. So, Joseph! <gasps>
darling. <laughs> Yay. It's so good to see you. Last time, I mean, it's been ages since we've had a chance to actually sit down and monopolize your time because we keep seeing you at events where we're all running around doing stuff. Oh, absolutely. Well, last time I was here, I mentioned I was working on a new project. Right, Remember? right. And, and it was all hush-hush, and you couldn't tell us what was Not going on. too much. Well, well, you couldn't tell, really tell us a whole bunch about it. So, um, so we've been waiting patiently, or not so patiently. So, drum roll. And? Well, I just came out with a new DVD on the Celtic cross spread. But not just the Celtic cross spread, but how to divinate time also Ooh. with the Celtic cross spread. Mm. Now, of course, this works with any deck. Mm. Um, uh, uh, virtually any tarot deck, you know, some are too different to fall into the pattern. Right. Um, it, of course, when I do the examples on the DVD, of course, I use the Quest Tarot well, because, yes. you know, it's, it's my deck after all. So you, you have a f certain fondness for it. A certain fondness <laughs> for those cards and images. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we're holding it here in our, 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 our happy little hands, and it's beautifully packaged and put together. Well, I'll tell you, now, the, what you're actually holding is the beta version. Oh. Because what happened was um, we produced the DVD, mm -hmm. um, packaged it, mm -hmm. and I sent it off to Llewellyn. Mm -hmm. And I said, are you interested in picking this up or can I, you know, shop it around to another publisher? Mm -hmm. And they said, um, uh, uh, they said, well, we'd like to send you back some suggestions for it. Oh, no. Because you, you know video production, right? <laughs> yeah. so I'm Just like, a little bit. <laughs> okay, send me back suggestions. I'm easy. So they sent me back like a whole page full of suggestions. Oh, goodness. Basically make a completely different video? Basically. Oh, my God. You know, and I, I had to laugh because uh, they're book publishers, really. Well, they're, right. not, yeah. they're not video production, mm -hmm. live action thing publishers. Right. Mm -hmm. So in their mind, they're like, well, can't we just sit down at the computer and Photoshop and do this or change that <laughs> or make this, right? Um, no. Not necessarily. Yeah, all the footage has been shot. Yeah. <laughs> they did have a couple of suggestions that mm -hmm. I actually agreed with. Mm -hmm. And so we reshot those at mm -hmm. the San Francisco Film Institute. Oh, and great. And the final version, which will be out in 2009 and on the shelves, mm -hmm. will contain the new footage, the reshot footage. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's that. This one, the beta version, mm -hmm. I have like 100 copies, which were my mm -hmm. demo copies mm -hmm. I was going to give out and use and, and spread around. Mm -hmm. And so uh, for people who are interested in getting a demo version, the, mm -hmm. the pre-release version, mm -hmm. come to my website, contact me. I'll be, I'll be glad to uh, you know, work something out with you. And what would your website be? Ah, well, of course. It's <laughs> www.questtarot.com. So that's Q-U-E-S-T-T-A-R-O-T.com. Beautiful. Wondrous. Great. And there's so, even a little video clip, by the way, on, on there that yeah, talks about this. Yeah, no, it's because it's, it's, I visit your site regularly because yeah. mostly like trying to figure out where you are. Yeah, that's just true. Trying to keep up with you know, I mean, you know, we live, what, 15 minutes apart and, yeah. you know, but it's like, oh, when's the last time we had lunch? Yeah. So, but it's like, oh, Joseph's in Canada. Okay, I guess we're not doing lunch this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Joseph's in Long Beach. No, I don't think we're doing lunch this week either. So, yeah. Hey, and um, I'll tell you right now, I'm working with um, some different directors. Mm -hmm. I may be working on a cruise ship next year, doing psychic <gasps> oh, work, of course. Oh, with fun. A you know, it's, it's, I, I, I get ads for those occasionally because the weirdest stuff just pops up in, in my email and snail mail. And it's like... You know, I should go do that. But I, so, so you would actually like sail the high seas? And, oh yeah, and, oh, and totally. Do you get to take all your shiny twinkly bits? Well, you know, I'm I'm working with uh, one person's an agent, and another mm -hmm. person's like a director for a cruise line. Mm. And so I'm going to find out the details mm -hmm. more because 
they're not quite sure how to handle someone like me. <laughs> you know? They know how to handle an entertainer who sings or dances. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. They know how to enter staff that mm -hmm. cleans a room or cooks. Mm -hmm. But a psychic, they just don't quite know where to put you yet. <laughs> it's like, so let's see, you're not shuffleboard. <laughs> That's right. um, well, we don't want you to teach tarot and then shuffleboard in the afternoon, you know, yeah. somehow. Yeah, that, well, that, that, that's always a joke, because um, a friend of mine has um, occasionally hit points in his life where he's just sick of everyone and everything, quits his job, sells his stuff, and goes off and works on a cruise ship for a year or 18 months. And um, he teaches dance, and he's also a singer and a dancer and an actor, so he entertains. But he says, inevitably, he ends up on shuffleboard duty. Oh. <laughs> it's just like the running joke of his life. It's like, I've played more shuffleboard than, you know, most people. <laughs> but, you know, I've got to make sure it fits in my schedule because I do right. about 34 cities a year traveling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to really not travel a lot because right. I love that kind of work. Right. So it's, it's got to fit in wherever the low time is. I'm mm -hmm. not sure where that is exactly. Do you have yeah, I say. less active time? Well, not yet. <laughs> I mean, when you're asleep, it doesn't count. <laughs> I'm praying to God sometime soon, maybe this this Christmas. But, uh, you get to stay home for a few days. Well, you know, like um, uh, this last weekend, mm -hmm. I was a uh, VIP guest at the huge UFO Expo West in Santa Clara. Oh, How fun. fun. And you wouldn't think of a psychic or a, maybe a tarotist at the UFO Expo West. <laughs> but I have to tell you, when I, I set up to work, mm -hmm. I was busy from the moment I started until the show closed. Wow. The people there have open, inquisitive, mm -hmm. bright minds. Mm -hmm. um, the presentations that I were, was able to see mm -hmm. were just phenomenal this year. It would have blown your mind. Wow, well, but I was at LATS, the yes. LA Tarot Symposium. Which I so. so missed, I yeah. wanted to be there. We missed you, yeah. it just wasn't the same. Without you and without Lon Milo Duquette, it was really, it was it was so much quieter, <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot less drinking. Well, hmm, hmm. Anyway, but um, drops good. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, now that we've digressed thoroughly, let's talk about your video. Oh, sure. We just yeah. it's, it's it, the problem is there's just so many interesting things that you're up to all the time, and it's just jumping around here. So um, so we're actually watching it here, and um, and it's fun because you you are very good with. The, the software and generating computer graphics and getting the cards to dance around and do special effects, which is kind of fun. Um, but it's also a good quality production, um, which I know is not necessarily easy to achieve. I know um, that is. But you know, I started when I first started with the idea, toying mm -hmm. around with the idea, anyway, mm -hmm. I went on YouTube, which probably a lot of people do, and I, <laughs> and I looked at Tarot, uh -huh. and I was watching a lot of them, and you know, no criticism to the people who are working, mm -hmm. but I didn't want my stuff to be sitting in front of a bookcase, talking <laughs> stodgily uh -huh. about, you know, in the 13th century, the very first <laughs> decks were documented, and you know, because to you me... You didn't want an episode of Masterpiece Theater, no. you know? <laughs> And it, boy, and that is so not me anyway. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. So I thought, you know, I'm going to do something. But of course, you know, you know how I, I am. So I thought it's going to be energetic. It's going to be bright. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fast paced. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different. It's going to shake up a few people, I'm sure. You know, mm -hmm. they're going to watch this and go, well, that's not exactly my Celtic cross spread, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's the point of these things. That's the Seeing point. New Expand you. your horizons. Learn something new. Your brain will not explode. The brain will not explode, <laughs> exactly. Or if it does, we'll... Oh, exactly. Matter of fact, I, I will say this. Now, well, and you know, uh, for those of you who know publishers out there, you know that publishers are a unique breed unto themselves. <laughs> they they um, all go into their basements at night, and they kneel before the $1,000 bill on the altar, 
and look about how to get new bricks for their building and whose who's, uh, uh, content they could take on mm -hmm. in order to generate more capital for their company. Right. Um, uh, not every uh, publisher, of course. Just some of them, I'm sure. So, <laughs> which is all, it's all good. We all have to earn a living. Mm -hmm. um, so when Llewellyn looked at this, one of their things was, it's not you in front of a bookcase. No. You know, it's, <laughs> what, what's up with that? It's too bright. It, it's too fast paced. And I said, I totally hear you, but I actually have shown this and I worked with the video mm -hmm. and it's, it's fresh, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. It's fresh, it's bright, mm -hmm. you go through it. And I thought, honestly, it's a DVD. If it's too fast, play it again. Yeah, you know, There's a pause and a rewind button. Yeah, you have a remote control exactly for that reason. I wanted to load it with as much content mm -hmm. as would physically fit in this kind of media. Mm -hmm. And so with the remote, the DVD, the pause, mm -hmm. the go backwards, and the chapter, so you can go back into key areas of chapters. Right, exactly. You can jump wherever you want to be. Watch it again, watch it, you go, oh, oh, I didn't get that. Go back, watch it again, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's the nice thing about video, is just it's always there for you. And I don't know anybody who watches the video just once. You know, it's if you have a DVD and you like it, how many times do you end up watching it? I mean, I can't exactly. tell you that there's certain movies that I've seen like well over 25 times. <laughs> if something interesting, I will watch it again and again, and that's the beauty of the DVD. And you know, now with technology, you can play it on your laptop, you can load it on your laptop, you don't even have to carry the DVD with you. Oh, exactly. So that's. Um, it contains two major elements, of course, you know, the Celtic cross spread, mm -hmm. um, even though, you know, doing my research, of course, there are variations of the Celtic cross spread. I chose the one that I personally have used for over 20 years that I actually like a lot. So, of course, that's the direction of I went. <clears throat> and it has a whole section on divinating time. Mm -hmm. And so when I was at this wonderful event called World Tarot Day, <laughs> uh, I was talking about divinating time mm -hmm. and in were. three phases, mm -hmm. general, a little more specific and right down to the day, hour, and almost minute right. of the influence. And so my, my whole thing was most people don't really, the, the discussion of time really isn't a part of tarot because astrology is used for time so much more. Mm -hmm. Right. But. And then the tarot is used, well, in my opinion, for energy anyway, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it has, it's a stronger suit. Right. So I thought, you know, I'm going to include all of that on there. Mm -hmm. Small, medium, and large. Mm -hmm. Easy, okay, and a little bit, you got to get out a calendar and do some math. <laughs> get a calculator. Yeah. Hire a bookkeeper. So it's all three. And mm -hmm. I don't recommend anyone do the down-to-the-minute version, mm -hmm. unless that, or down-to-the-hour version, unless that's what you really want to do for mm -hmm. some reason mm -hmm. for a client. Mm -hmm. When I do my readings, and I do literally thousands of readings in all the cities I go to every year, um, I give them the three-month influence, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and of course, you know, I can do it fast enough. I can tell the week right away, you yeah. know, which month it's going to really hit. Oh, you've had a lot of practice with it. Well, yeah. And so I give them kind of that, mm -hmm. but um, my whole thing, you know, with divination, and uh, well, as you know, because I, I say this everywhere I go and every time I talk, is my biggest belief in this work is we are self-determined, not predetermined. Right. right. And so we get a time influence in a reading. Does that mean, you know, the the... The uh, bus is going to hit your car at 2 o'clock on Friday of the 13th day of June. Not if you stay home. <laughs> yeah. Not if you do like protection magic. Yeah. You know, not if you watch when you're driving. Not exactly. if you don't own a car. Right. There you <laughs> go. You can change your future. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, where the divination part here is concerned, 
I feel like our job is to empower the individual, and I talk about that on this DVD. Mm -hmm. Our job isn't to tell people what to do, it's mm -hmm. to empower the individual, the person, the seeker, the querent, mm -hmm. to make great choices in their life mm -hmm. so that we're not karmically responsible for their outcomes. <laughs> exactly. You know, I have enough trouble being responsible for my own life. The idea that I would take on the responsibility for the person I'm meeting for is just absurd. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you know, there are days where I get out of the house wearing matching shoes and that's my accomplishment for the day. Sure. The idea that I would take on that kind of responsibility for a client who I have just met, I don't think so. No, the, no, no, not signing up for that. Well, you know, a lot of people have seen uh, that cooking show, uh, Good Eats, mm -hmm. right? Love Alton that Brown. Show. Love that show. And so, in, uh, you know, I joked when I was working with the people who were shooting this, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the Alton Brown of Tarot. <laughs> And of course, the first thing they said is, did you bring your puppets? <laughs> no puppets. But uh, there's a lot of graphics in this. There's mm -hmm. a lot of visuals. Mm -hmm. There's the picture with what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, um, uh, when, when science looks at how people learn, some people learn by hearing. Mm -hmm. Some people learn by seeing. Mm -hmm. Some people learn by rote or memorization. Mm -hmm. right? And I'm really like a visual guy. Mm -hmm. So I wanted a lot of visuals. No bearded person talking in front of a bookcase. <laughs> Gonna have pictures and mm -hmm. motion and a little bit of fun in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's, it's on the um, the divining time thing. It's, it's I like the calendar graphic that you keep dropping in to demonstrate how things are. It's like, here's the green that we're talking about and here's the date. And and that really helps because I, I am um, I'm somewhat of a visual learner, but it's I need words. Visuals are great, but I need to have some words. Yes. Doesn't matter if I read them or hear them, but I need words to associate with those visuals. Um, so it's really nice having the combination like that because um, it does imprint more thoroughly on the brain. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's I occasionally when I'm reading certain novels that you know I read while I was in college, I can still hear my professor when we get to certain passages, and I hear my professor starting away in the back of my head. I'm like, oh my god, stop! That was 25 years ago. <laughs> But I can still hear the, the lecture like almost word for word. Like, okay, well, um, I thought I learned that already. But now, I know I was teasing Llewellyn because they're easy to tease. You know, we, we love them, though, because they do a great job. They put a lot of work into the world. Mm -hmm. And they're not a DVD publisher. No. So they're taking a new direction mm -hmm. by going this way. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And I told them, I said, if you guys are ready to go this way, I already have the next DVD written. Oh, and wow. I have the ideas for the third one already going. Oh my gosh! Yes, go Joseph! Yeah. Wow! And I and you know you're you know see this is how special your show is because <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that I'm working on right now mm -hmm. that I have told no public media source yet. Uh oh, should we turn off the recorder? See, no, it's all right. Oh, okay. but you, that, your, your audience is special. They're going to get <laughs> oh, this first. Well, thank you, Joseph. Uh, right now, myself mm -hmm. and another person. I, I can't give away too much of it, mm -hmm. obviously. Right. right. Uh, we're working on a pilot for Bravo, for Bravo and the Logo Channel. <gasps> really? Yeah. Wow, cool. Joseph, that is so exciting. Oh, um, at first, I had like this one idea, mm -hmm. and it didn't really pan out. You know how that goes. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you start fleshing out the idea, and you go, it sounded so good last night when I was at the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have to find margaritas. It sounded great today. It's, I don't know. Uh, not so much. So we changed it, and mm -hmm. that's the one that hit. And so I've already started working on uh, the super graphics for it and the, feel, the look and feel because mm -hmm. I think it's a very mm -hmm. important part. Mm -hmm. And um, I talked with uh, an agent on it already, actually. 
who is uh, 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 successful in producing and selling reality shows. Mm -hmm. oh, it's a reality fun. show. Okay. Wow. It has to do with, of course, psychic stuff. Mm -hmm. It has to do with tarot stuff mm -hmm. and all this other stuff, too. Oh, that's and, great. Um, we're going to start shooting next month. <gasps> so, oh, neat. Joseph, how uh, wonderful. Now, of course, you know, I know your audience is listening. Mm -hmm. If you know, like, what they tell me in the TV biz <laughs> is it's so easy to end up on the cutting room floor. Mm -hmm. You know it is. Yes, it is. And a, a number of years ago, Bravo filmed me for a new show called Housebusters. Mm -hmm. And they had me come in to a uh, house in San Francisco mm -hmm. and do a cold reading on the house. Oh, wow. I was one of 50 people chosen out of a thousand for wow. on-camera tests. Mm -hmm. Wow! Now they they picked three for the pilot. I was not one of the three. That is mm -hmm. true. The pilot did not sell in America, however. Hmm. It did sell in Europe, and they picked European psychics for that show. Wow! Yeah. Well, you know. So I, I always asked them why I could get that footage from them, and mm -hmm. they politely declined by never returning my calls. Oh. <laughs> well, that's one way to formulate an answer. Yeah. Yes. There you go. So I feel like, okay, I think it's time again yeah, to get, yeah. get something least, going. Yeah, well, that, that is great. so exciting, and thank you for sharing that with us and with our audience. It's, ooh, 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 ooh. Well, you'll have to you know, keep in touch and, and let us know so that when it starts happening and people oh, can it start... it will be on my website. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a hat and a jacket made with it or something. I don't know yet. Something well, that lights up, of course. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 you can get like one of those... Um, running neon sign things and or one of the LED running message signs so just wear that Ask oh me I about think my I brought TV one show. with me <laughs> <laughs> well you have that one that like affixes to your tie yes I do which I think is fabulous and you premiered it at BAT several years ago and, and I just it's one of my favorite things there's so much about you that's oh, just man, sparkling. If there's twinkling lights, I think I just buy it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's important to know what you like. Well, you know, I admire you being responsible, as you were saying earlier, because I'm, I'm still looking to do that, be responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know I work hard and get things done, mm -hmm. but, you know, lemon drop martinis mm -hmm. and twinkly lights, I'm happy. <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, we all have what brings a smile to our face, and that's very important. Um, you know, just some of us are more in tune with it, and you're one of those people, and I think it's great. And, and in two days, there mm -hmm. is the Bay Area yes. Symposium. Yes, that's right. SF Bats, with our produced by Thalassa and the Dia and Daughters of Divination, and um, we're all going to be there. Actually, yes. Joseph speaking, and Rose Red and Andrew and I are um, facilitating. Yes, we're 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 managing the operations. There you go. Um, how about that? That works. Yes, um, making sure stuff happens, and stuff happens that's supposed to happen on time. <laughs> yes. Well, well so the on time is is Thalassa's job. Oh, yeah. Most people that hear this though will hear it after the fact. Yeah. Because it's going to be hard for it to get on the on up and running in two days. But <laughs> yeah. for those of you who are listening to this, if you've never been to the Bay Area Tarot Symposium. Save up your money and come next year. Daughters oh, yes. of Divination mm -hmm. puts it on. It's on their website. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And look it up. Google it. Bay Area Tarot Symposium. And get yourself here because it is so amazing what happens mm. at these shows. Yeah, well, it is the first and the original and the oldest. And, um, yeah, we've all been going for ever. That's actually where we first saw the ideas and original drawings for Quest before you got it published. Yes, before mm -hmm. I even had was, a publisher. That was, that was a long time. Yeah. Well, okay, that was, wow. Yeah. I had the unfinished deck on computer as a rotating slideshow. I remember, yes. and oh, it's wow. like, wow, this is really cool. I hope somebody publishes it, and <laughs> then 
Was it the next? Now, what, this, when Brian Williams was the one who helped me so much mm -hmm. initially. Yeah. He was so supportive and mm -hmm. full of great information and so positive. You mm -hmm. know, inspired me to keep going. Yeah, but um, but no, but a lot of decks and books have gotten launched. You know, because they their author premiered them at bats, and people went, "Hey, this is kind of cool." And you know, somebody from the publisher just happened to be there. Went, hmm, let's talk about this. You know, kind of the proverbial big, you know, guy with the big cigar in the Cadillac. <laughs> you know, it's the, that's the rock and roll cliche. Yes. Um, or the, uh, the college football. Yeah. Um, the scout. The scout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, but we'll be at the San Francisco Bay Area Tarot Symposium on Saturday, and Sunday we'll be at the Castro Street Fair reading. Mm -hmm. um, well, my faithful staff will be at the Castro Street Fair reading. I'm cheating. I'm going to the Tarot Salon. Because <laughs> 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 um, I, I want to go, because it's interesting and fun. Um, so anyway, wow, um, God, there's well, just yeah, all I'm this gonna, stuff going on this weekend. Uh, at the symposium, I'm going to talk about uh, the number 23, mm -hmm. why it's a breakthrough number historically, hmm. and why that's an important adjunct mm -hmm. to the major arcana. Hmm. Okay, I, I will be fascinated to hear this because two and three are like my favorite numbers um, because they add up to five, and my birthday is the 25th, and you know I have this weird complex, so I'll be. I'll, I'll be sure to be there. And Jim Carrey, you know, is in that movie, the number 23, 23. remember? Oh, that, yeah. Though if you saw it, you know, it really, the movie was really not about the number 23. It was no. about this whole other thing. Mm -hmm. And it was yeah. like a side note thing. But there's a nice feature on that DVD mm -hmm. where they talk about the history of the number 23 and, hmm. you know, what people think about it and why this became a movie and, mm -hmm. you know, the person, you know, the research they did. Mm -hmm. And all that was very fascinating. And, of course, when I was watching it, mm -hmm. I'm watching it and I'm, I'm going, my major arcana has 23 cards. Mm -hmm. Your question yeah, has 23 yeah, cards mm -hmm. in the major. Wow. I've got to talk about this more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How wonderful. Quite looking forward to it. I mean, always look, always love your classes. And there's such a great start to the day. One of the things that I always appreciate is that um, you're a morning person, which I find fascinating because I am not. And morning people just, it's like, wow, how do you do that? Um, but that philosophy puts you on in the morning, and you're so energetic, and you're so up, and you're so enthusiastic, and you get the whole conference going right along with you. And by the end of the first session, people are like, wow, that's better than coffee. And you know, <laughs> start your day with Joseph. If well, only we could can you. Yeah, really? Oh, my God. Can I get that to go? <laughs> well, plug in the DVD in the morning when you're waking up. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, have, have breakfast with Joseph. There you go. But you know, the work we do, all of us, of course, do with mm. the tarot, is really pattern breaking. It's a pattern interrupt uh, for the vast majority of people. Mm -hmm. uh, most people, if you say, I read the tarot, they say, You read the tarot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rhymes with parrot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, 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 or you do something with the cards. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, people will come to me, and even though know, obviously I authored a death and all this stuff, and they'll say, Oh, you're a tarot reader. And, I, and for me, I always say, well, actually, I'm a psychic mm -hmm. who uses the cards as a point of focus to access psychic energy to do your reading. Because mm -hmm. I, I have this, like, knee-jerk reaction to people going, card reader. Mm -hmm. Because it negates all this magic that comes, you know, with the package. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Sylvia Brown, you know, which, mm -hmm. you know, we all love, and who was, who was joyfully lampooned, by the way, at the UFO banquet dinner really? by Sean David Martin, who's an amazing guy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he said something like, um, Sylvia is really good at channeling the spirits. I think her favorite is Jose Cuervo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> well, uh, it, well it, 
you know, I don't know Sylvia personally, mm-hmm. but I actually know people who do know Sylvia personally. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, you know, one of the things they always say with uh, about her, you know, in private. And, and Sylvia, if you if you do hear this, no, I mean this in a loving, joyous way with you because I think mm-hmm. you're terrific. And, like she's on Montel, mm-hmm. and she's sitting there pulling her fingernails. You ever notice that with her? Mm-hmm. It's because she's waiting for the cameras to go off so she could run off stage and get a cigarette. Really? And so it's like a distraction for her. It's like, are we are we done yet? Can I light up? <laughs> oh. As if she had a rubber band around her wrist, just pulling it back and snapping uh, it. That old, uh, uh-huh. you overcome the addiction. Mm-hmm. That. Wow. And when she's not on camera playing cards with her friends, and psychics do play cards together, we do. <laughs> that must be interesting. She drinks and cusses and smokes just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> her TV persona is much more refined. She's a real person and a, and a lovely person. Mm-hmm. But, we, but when I speak at all these different cities, mm-hmm. I find, and I love doing this, and I'm sure you guys like, like doing this oh, too, yeah. Being a pattern interrupt for other psychics, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> because, you know, some people get so entrenched in this, uh, these are the rules, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is how we do it, mm-hmm, and uh, how dare you uh, mock the oracle, right? <laughs> yes. You know, I've had other psychics come to my booth mm-hmm. when say so many things to me, you guys have no idea. You know, 34 cities a year, you know other people come up and say stuff to me. And, and they will say things like, uh, Joseph. Do you, you don't need your cards, you know. And I, I said, you're absolutely right. I don't need my cards. I love my cards. <laughs> That's why I use them. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. you know, playing with cocktail napkins just isn't the same. Not the no. same. You know, you don't get that visual stimulation because you can do it without the cards, but it's a lot more fun with them. And it's also a lot easier for the clients when they have something they can look at or pick up or touch or smell. I've had people smell my cards. Mm-hmm. Like, they smell like ink, but that's okay. Ink you know, or, yeah. or they smell like incense to, you know, if I've got potpourri in the bag or whatever. Like, hmm, patchouli and mint, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just for people like you. <laughs> when I'm doing my readings, I say to my guides, because they chat at me in my head, you know, I'm mm-hmm. working. And so they're talking, <laughs> the, cl- the client's talking, and everyone's talking. And um, I say to my guides every time, that's great, show me on the table. Mm-hmm. Got it, show me on the table. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about that is they show me on the table. Mm-hmm. Which, like you said, for the clients, it's so great. Because I say, okay, you see how this card here, you see the picture? This is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And then they go like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, so you did a reading for me at the L.A. Tarot Symposium some year or other. I, they, they all blend together now, I don't remember. Um, and I'd never had a reading from you before. So it was really interesting because I was familiar with your deck, obviously, because I've been working with it. And, um, but it's interesting because, yeah, we laid out the cards, but then we just kind of talked. Yes. And the cards were there, and we would occasionally point to them, but it, it really was just like, well, they're here as an adjunct. They're not the whole thing. And it was really nice to have a reading like that. Um, you know, because it's it's because I don't get a lot of readings. Um, it's hard to find people who will read for me that I want to read for me. Mm-hmm. Right. There are a lot of people who are willing to read for me, but I'm. It's like, um, so it was nice to have like the kind of reading that I like to do, and somebody was giving it to me. It's like oh, this is so nice. I like this. It's my favorite way to read is to. Um, uh, channel the information, mm-hmm. use the cards as a point of focus. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I tell my customers a lot these days, and I actually put it on the DVD too, 
the, this information because I, I just was so amazed by it. I always had the sneaking suspicion that the odds were against us mm -hmm. when we did a, a tarot reading. Mm -hmm. I mean, to get anything of meaning for the client. Mm -hmm. you okay. know? Just if you looked at the math, the mm -hmm. odds were against us. So I asked a software engineer, I said, I need you to help me do the math, I don't know how. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, in a 10-card spread with an 80-card deck, because the Quest Tarot has 80 Eight cards, right. where cards can be face-up or reversed in orientation, mm -hmm. what are the odds of getting a, a reading twice in your lifetime? So one wow. set of cards mm -hmm. appearing twice right. in mm -hmm. your lifetime, right? right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, people will say, well, don't this, doesn't the, say, the card say the same thing all the time and, you know, blah, blah, all this no. stuff, right? Right. So the math kind of goes like this. It goes like 80 times 79 mm -hmm. times 78 times 77 going all the way out to the last card mm -hmm. times 10 to the 12th mm -hmm. because you have cards that can be face up and reverse in right. uh, 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 face up or, or reverse orientation. Mm -hmm. So when you do the math all the way out. Right. The odds against getting a specific reading are 5.9 million trillion to one against you. Wow. So when you wow. lay out the spread and the girl says, tell me about my boyfriend. And the spread says, your boyfriend's cheating on you. And she said, I, I know. The odds are 5.9 million trillion to one against her. Getting that matching, it's freaking amazing. <laughs> it's astonishing. So what about the other kind of spread that's real common, a four-card spread? Mm -hmm. Bottom significator, past, present, future, top, right. or bottom card with the sentence of words on top, however you look at it, base influence, top influence. Mm -hmm. So that means you have an eight-card deck, at least with the quest to row. Four cards mm -hmm. that can be face-up or reverse. Mm -hmm. Right. The odds are so much back, right, because you mm -hmm. only have four cards. It's only 609 million to one <laughs> against you in getting the same reading twice in a lifetime or wow. a reading that specifically answers the question. Mm -hmm. So you have better chances of winning the lotto every time you lay a spread than you do of get. It should be gibberish. Mm -hmm. It should be. Every time you lay the cards. It should be random gibberish that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. It should say yes, no, black, white, up, down, green, red. But it doesn't. Nope. And that is just freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's part of the magic of it, because we recently did the Golden Gate Renaissance Fair, and I had a truly obnoxious client. Yes, <laughs> yes, just right. rolling her eyes over there. Uh -huh. This guy was a serious prize winner. He was like, well, I don't believe in this. You don't have to believe in anything. <laughs> okay. okay? It's, it's, I'm not asking you to believe in anything. You know, we can just look at the cards and see what comes to mind. And so we did the reading, which was difficult, because he was saying, well, I get that, let's move on. It's like, no, you haven't gotten what this card is about. Because if you did, you'd be sitting back in your chair, banging your head against the wall, going, oh, oh, oh. Um, a lot of issues to work out. Lots. It's like, woo. Um, evolve. Try it. <laughs> but so at the end of the reading, he said, well, what would have happened if I pulled a different card? I said, it would have been a different reading. He goes, <laughs> no so kidding. this is just totally random and there's no real meaning. And I said, okay, the cards that you draw are random, but the meaning is very real. And you have to derive meaning for yourself. It's just like reading a book or hearing a piece of music. It's there as an objective thing. You have to interpret it for yourself. And he just couldn't handle that. Oh, absolutely. The first five years I did readings, I had a lot of trouble clients, mm -hmm. I admit it. But then I think I was like forming who I was and my mm -hmm. energy mm -hmm. was drawing challenges mm -hmm. you know, and all that. These days, oh my God, I get the best clients ever. Mm -hmm. And so it's rare when I get a troubled person mm -hmm. 
But what, what does happen with me, and actually a UFO show would actually happen. Mm -hmm. I was reading for one uh, young woman, absolutely gorgeous, beautiful young gal, mm -hmm. beautifully mm -hmm. dressed. And I note, and it was near the end of the day, so I was really psychically open <laughs> and a little bit vulnerable, I'll admit. Mm -hmm. And she was really good at putting her energy forward and then slapping it like that. Ooh, Cracking wow. it like a whip Like almost. a whip. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I, I gave the message, mm -hmm. and she cracked the whip. And mm -hmm. I thought, I'm thrown, and now I'm at a lack of words to mm -hmm. say what I'm supposed mm -hmm. to say next. And I put myself together, and mm -hmm. I did it. And then I, I made the, the, what her reading said to her. I, I said to her, and then she said, fine, but you need to give me a different example now. And cracked the whip again, right? Wow. My body started shaking. Oh, yeah. And I thought, this woman is so magical. She doesn't even know it. Mm -hmm. She channels energy more than most people. Mm -hmm. And she's beaten me up. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. God. Oh, my God. It sounds like you were, you, were, you were in a duel and you didn't even know it almost. Mm -hmm. well, she didn't want the message I was giving her. That's mm. an absolute. Yeah. Right. She wanted, you know, everything's fine. You're going to win the lotto. Love's around the corner. Mm -hmm. you're, you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. Good Take the day off and have and get a massage. Yeah. 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 Go yeah. to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't her message, of course. Mm -hmm. no, of course you know. not. That, that's usually not the message. Oh, no. Hers was <laughs> all about her personality. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I, I, I'm shocked. But, wow. But, um, well, God, Joseph, this has been great, and we've just been, like, talking away here, and we should wrap up soon so that our listeners can get this in on one commute. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so the secret to a good, yeah, the, the, the secret to a good podcast, make it so that it fits into, into, the first, into one part or the other of somebody's commute. So I learned that in some damn marketing class somewhere. But anyway, so anything else we should know about the video, like when it's actually going to officially, when, when the final version's coming out. It's on, it, for those who like the special, and I'll sign them too, so you know, Ooh. we have a signed version. Ooh. The pre-release version, um, come to my website, mm -hmm. you can get the pre-release version. It'll be on the shelves through Llewellyn in 2009. Great. Because um, you know, publishing is a little slow with publishers. No. Well, well, you know, I know how long it took us to put together the Wanless DVD. It's like, oh, we can knock this project out in a month. Yeah, right. And you, until you get into it, you don't realize yeah, you can do all the editing, but then there's still all this other stuff, and it's like, mm, no. So, um, and of course, my book and deck is available. Uh, a reference guide set, which I custom made for the Quest Row, but many of the reference guides also work for other decks. Oh. And um, that's only available on my website. It is mm -hmm. not mass marketed. Mm -hmm. And um, and oh, very wow. useful. Anything else too? Yeah, no, it's it's well. I I I think I have all of the goodies associated with your deck. I've managed to pick them up. Um, it's like, oh, you have a new goodie. I have to have this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that acquisitive thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know, get the whole set, right? It's not just the deck and the book. There's all these other supplemental materials. But then you keep coming up with new and interesting things. Like, well, I have to have that. Well, I have to have that. Well, and you know, you've got, like, it, a whole section of my Yeah. Exactly. And, and, you know, and new toys are always good. Mm -hmm. And what I like about your materials, the supplemental materials that you've done, is they're very easy to work with, but there's a lot of material there. Because, you know, some things are really easy to work with because once through and you've got it. But that's not the case with your stuff. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate about working with your deck and your book and all of the goodies associated with it is just you can work with it and work with it and work with it and you never get to the bottom of it. And that's you know, one of the things I love about tarot. But in particular, your deck really exemplifies that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of layers to it. That's mm -hmm. definitely true. 
Yeah, and some, sometimes I'll just play with the hair colors. Yes. It's like, huh, so who do I know who has hair that color? Nobody. Um, I have one woman who uses my deck to pick what jewelry she's going to wear in the morning. Oh, how fun! Because, you know, the cards have different gemstones. Right, oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. That's so perfect. Goes, oh, I guess it's an agate day. Oh, how fun! <laughs> I hadn't thought about doing that. Well, okay, well, we'll have new... to try that. Exactly. We'll have to try that. And, okay, note to self. Great. Well, thank you so much, Joseph. As hey, my pleasure. It's always a delight to have you, and it's been far too long. And had a great time tonight. And um, hopefully we'll have you on again soon. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's once your next project's underway and rolling and, and you have a timeline, let us know. And you can come over and talk about it some more. Yes. And, and, and next time we'll bring a blender and do daiquiris or something. Hey, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, we have ice. Anything's possible. This is true. All you need. Cool. Great. Well, this has been the Tarot to Go radio podcast with... Rose Red And Andrew. And Joseph Ernest Martin. The one and only. I'm Anastasia Hazler. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, people or things you'd like to hear about on the podcast, drop us a note, podcast at tarotpathways.com, and we'll see what we can do. Um, you never know. <laughs> we can get anybody. We're determined. Indeed. So, um, and also, special thanks to our engineer, the one and only Christoph. Yay! Yay! So again, comments, questions, etc. to podcast at tarotpathways.com, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye.